everybody, the football feeling is back and it's been another banging weekend of Premier League action. Manchester United scored a spawny last-minute goal against Chelsea. Nonsense. Uh, Nonsense. New- Newcastle into the top four and they're just too good for Tottenham, oh. even, though, even though Callum Wilson's goal should have been disallowed. Keep watching because I'll explain exactly why. Um, Arsenal kind of bottled it a little bit. Liverpool lost. The Man City steam train just keeps on churning on. Villa has sacked their manager and then went and went 4 0. There's loads more as well. Come on, let's get into it. Okay, joining me in this week's show, we've got, as ever, Mark Goldbridge. Hello, mate, you okay? I'm good, thanks, you. Yeah, wicked. And Tubesy boy. How you doing? Um, this is like a good little duo, to be fair, because yeah. Chelsea fan, yep. Manchester United fan, where else shall we start other than Chelsea against Manchester United? Let's do it. Mark, take it off. Yeah, look, really, uh, we were talking before, weren't we? Before history is written... Played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Yeah. saying it, it, a draw was the right result. I thought first 35 minutes, United took that Spurs form into it and... Um, I thought Potter's substitution on 35 minutes was brilliant because he didn't dare wait 10 minutes to half time because I think United had that momentum. That takes a brave it. manager to do yeah, that, by brilliant. the way. Absolutely brilliant. Really brave absolutely manager. Superb. And, it, and, it, and then it changed the game, didn't it? Because Kovacic came on, extra man in the midfield. And at that point, I was like, this is probably going to be the draw I thought it was going to be. But for 35 minutes, I was pretty pleased with United. And then, I mean, apart from a dodgy refereeing decision, which I'm sure Tubes will disagree with me. What dodgy, a, what dodgy decision are you, you know, talking about? You know what? I, I'm not going to change on this. I've had so many pelters over the weekend. It's a foul. It's a foul by McTominay, right? But if you watch the game like we do, they never get given. And I said, tomorrow there'll be something like that and it won't get given. Yep. Jesus running through one-on-one, wrestled to Same the floor worse. with the ball. It was probably and worse. And the ref doesn't give it. So... Look, that's my, the problem. My, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. There's yeah. no consistency. Ch- look, Chelsea foul. It's a foul. You're, it's a, foul, you're, you're, it's you know. a penalty. But it happens all the time. Yeah. And it depends on the referee gives it or not. Like, I think over years. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all day. Yeah. I'm taking it all day. I, 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 do you know what I felt for Scott McTominay? He came on and within, what, five or ten minutes? He's a prat, though. Gives his penalty away. Yeah. And I'm just going, what are you doing, mate? You can't do that. Like... That is that you may as well have just kicked somebody in the mm. face or something. It's literally as bad as that. It's putting your team. With their backs against the wall now. It's a guaranteed penalty. And to be fair, fair play to Man United. Because once that goal went in, though, they were they were seriously pressing, weren't they? Trying to get it. I felt for Kepper. I do have to say on the goal, though, I think if that is a slightly taller goalkeeper, he saves it. Yeah, and nearly pulled off a great save. But I tell you what, I thought... Brilliant, he, though. He has he's been, been, been brilliant. absolutely brilliant. Like, do you been. know what? He made a bit of a prat of himself in the cup final, didn't he, when he wouldn't come off mm, and yeah. stuff like that. But he's played so well. And, like... I spoke to a few of like the boys and stuff, and they said like during that period he was pretty down. Like he was like, yeah, 
you know, because he's had that massive like signing on fee and everyone was like, oh, he's the most like, expensive goalkeeper in the world. But to be fair, he's played really well. But yeah, you're right. If it was Mendy, that gets saved. Mate, if it's Mendy, if it's, I'd say 99% of other goalies in the Premier League, they say that because it was, the ball was over the line by what, an inch, less than an inch. And most goalies are taller than Kepa. The problem with Kepa is he's about, he's barely six foot. Size matters on that one. Size matters, yeah, mate. Size it really, matter. really does. Um, Tubes, I want to get your opinion on the Cristiano Ronaldo thing. Um, I know you've seen it. Everybody has seen it. Um, what do you make of somebody doing that to their team? Take away who it is, the stature of the guy, the, the legacy that he's got in the game. Is it on to refuse to come on as a sub and then to walk down the side of the pitch, sort of whatever, and do that? No, it's completely, completely wrong. Yeah. And I think... Anyone in football would say it's completely wrong. But this should have been sorted out. You can't say, Ten Hag can't say, you're in my plans. And then he's not in his plans. So I, I understand the frustration, but to do what he did is, is completely wrong. And if you're a teammate, you must be like, I don't care who you are. It's bang out of order, what isn't it? What are you doing? Yeah, what are no. you doing? But he must look back at that now and go, what was I doing? Do you think he does, though? Surely he has to. A long walk. Yeah, no one, no one can get up and go, no, I'm not going on. We, um, it's, just ridic- it's just a ridiculous thing to do. We, we, we've done um, March United Stand this morning yeah. and we were talking about it. And I agree with you. It is a long old walk. That is a long old walk, yeah? He's, he's purposely waited for the last like minute of the game sort of thing and then owned the walk all the way down there, head up, shoulders pinned back like an absolute million dollars and just <laughs> owned every second of it, hasn't it? It's pure petulance. I used to do this and I suppose it's whether you've got it in you. <laughs> you're down the park. You're playing, you know, you're playing World Cup Wembley, first goal, if you're out. Yeah. And every now and again, it did happen. I'd get knocked out, and I go, "I can't be knocked out in the first round." I'm not sitting around watching everyone play for an hour. So I pick the ball up. I pick the ball up, and I'd walk off. And they go, "You can't do that." So it's my ball. You let me back in. Do you, do you think we're ever going to see Ronaldo play for United again? Yeah, Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the punishment against Sheriff in the Europa League. I think he. I think he will play again. Yeah. 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 Do you? Yeah. I think it needs. I think it needs to get it's, sorted. We've got no one today. else. Though. If Martial's back fit, I, I agree with you. I think he. He needs to. I think the club. Should have dealt with it in the summer. It was obvious this was going to mm. happen. But Martial's injured. Rashford's not a forward. The season will implode. He's, he, he has still got power in a yeah. weird way, yeah. Yeah. Um, Chief, talk to me about Chelsea. Life under Graham Potter. Um, it's been a good start for him, to be fair, hasn't it? Love Graham Potter. And what Mark said, I love the substitution at 35 yeah. minutes. It clearly wasn't working. I was at Stamford Bridge. And I was like, we are getting overrun here. Yeah. Mm. In midfield, we are getting overrun. And he's just gone, there's a problem. Kukurel, off you come. And I spoke to a few of the boys, actually, and they say he's unbelievable. Really? So these training sessions are superb. So he's a top, like you said, his um, management team. All the lads that he brought, they, he's, had, he's bought them from Brighton, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, they all came with him. Yeah. And they, they absolutely love him. And I, I really like him. I love his new little gap as well. He's got his little face it's going on. It's a little glow up. Yeah. yeah, it is. Massive glow up, isn't it? Yeah. I spoke to Mason Mount about it last week in an interview, and he goes, mate, he goes, he goes, comes down on a Thursday after he's stayed in the hotel, he's got his new trim and stuff like that. He goes, the boys love him. Love, love him. So, yeah, he's doing good. And I think when he signs some players, his own players, in January or maybe next summer, I think we're going to be a, we're going to be back there. But I think at the moment we're miles off. Yeah. Both of our teams are miles off, City. Miles um, off. Mark, talk to me about Man United. It looks like they've turned a corner a little bit. Agreed? They, they're playing some nice football. they found a style under Ten Hag now. Um, and they're getting results as well. Some of the results as well this season that they've got against, against the big boys, mm. apart from Man City, obviously, have been pretty impressive, haven't they? Yeah, I, I'm a bit frustrated, to be honest, um, because I think we've had a glimpse now. I mean, um, 
you know, you look at that 30, 35 minutes against Chelsea, they couldn't get out their own half. Yeah. You know, he had to make that change and we did it to Spurs. We've had the glimpse of how Ten Hag was at Ajax and how he wants to play with Man United. But the problem is, they're already speaking this morning that they're not anticipating buying in January. Well, you're going to buy, Newcastle are going to buy, Liverpool might buy. If we don't buy in January, that squad's not good enough and we won't get top four. No. And then ultimately, you'll go back into this cycle. And, and it frustrates me because I think we've got the right man who's shown what he can do when he's got his best 11. But he's not always going to have his best 11. And people will have a better squad and then we'll be out the top six. And the ex-players and the media will pile in going, ah, look, he's not good enough, he's from the Eredivisie. That's what worries me a bit. I'm more frustrated because I can see we could compete, yeah. but I worry, you know, the Varane injury, that squad. He's got nine players who can do what he wants, yeah. and then he's got 14 players who can't, and that's a problem when you haven't got the running of a Chelsea or a Man City that will just back the manager and say, get rid of him, get rid of him, we'll bring him in, we'll bring him in. United retain this crap. It's because they're all on about 200 grand a week yeah, and you can't, can't get rid of them. Can't Nobody's going to want to pay them wages. We've still got players from Mourinho. We've, probably, yeah. we've still got players from Van Hal. Phil Jones still taking well, away. Got players, <laughs> still got players from bloody Ron Atkinson. <laughs> um, you, the one player that you want to get in the January transfer window has got to be a striker, right? Yeah. Who is it? Who's, who's that one striker you think that Man United can realistically get and get them into the top four? Well, I think you've got to be realistic. You know, Chelsea probably going to get in Kunku for 100 million. Yeah. But I would, you know, I'd even say to the Glazers, I don't think United fans are being, you know, we could get Osman or Liao or someone like that for 100 million. You know, just go and get Cody Gakpo from PSB. Yeah, 35 fine. million quid. It will, it will improve us and he's a player that needs development. So it's not like we're being greedy saying go and get the best striker in the world. Just go and get a striker who we can develop and, and, and can, you know, we are rebuilding, mm. but I don't think they'll even do that. There you go, Cody Gakpo, 35 mil, top four, guaranteed, sweet as a nut. It is time for What Are You Wearing? What are you wearing? Is that what it is? What are you wearing, Armand? Right, Cheesy Boy, talk to me about this beautiful Barcelona shirt because you've got a nice little story about this. I've got you? a nice little story, uh, Ben. I actually got the amazing chance to play at the New Camp oh. in 2016, is where this shirt is from. And I tell For you what? what? What was it for? What was the game about? Um... It was, I think it was for a charity, and we went out there with Soccer AM. Oh. And uh, it was unreal. Yeah. And I was just like, this is incredible. Like, it was like, what am I doing here? Do you know what I mean? Proper full kit, wanker, everything. Yeah, oh, everything. Yeah. Like, into the full, changing full room, bar- laid out, all- everything. <laughs> everything. I brought oh. Tim with me, uh, my head, my feet. Louis Vuitton yeah, yeah, wash bag. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but they, honestly, what an amazing experience. So, it's got my name on the bottom, well, not my name, it's got tubes on the back yeah. and 25 for Zola. Not called tubes. Uh, no, no, I believe it's it. Not your name. No, no, actually, I did have a. And, and how did you play in the game, though? Did all right. Yeah, did all right. Yeah, just got it. Like, like. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession: this new ten-dollar scratch-off, the five hundred thousand-dollar platinum jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 platinum jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Cobham Yam Moby. Oh, I yeah, love just, that, mate. Just, just getting it, spraying it, getting it. Little but, crab, just staying that little exactly, thing, just side to side. It, playing it. Like, you know, we've got Yam one and two touches. People will be like, who's Yam Moby? Yeah, who is Yam Moby? Yeah. We'll get a picture on yeah. screen now. We'll get a picture on screen. That's Yam Moby. He was a baller, though. Wasn't it was, he? Yeah. Baller. It didn't move much, but he, he was had a, a tight fitting shirt. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He was, he, was, he, was, he was innovative. He yeah. was the first guy to have a tight fitting shirt. I don't think he ever left wow. the centre. He's not the guy to be wearing a tight fitting shirt. I don't, I don't think, think it was a tight fitting shirt. And that's why I call myself Yamoldi. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. 
Um, but no, I, amazing. I, I've got my Newcastle shirt on today, yeah. um, and it brings me nicely into the next game that I want to talk about, um, Tottenham against Newcastle. I'm going to start this one off here, lads, all right? I'm going to start this one off here. Newcastle are decent, yeah? Full stop, they are. They're yeah. decent. And Eddie they Howe. are, Eddie I think, Howe. genuinely, genuinely going to be... They'll be top six this season. Top four, I'm not sure, but genuinely top six, right? I want to talk about the first goal. Callum Wilson, okay? As a goalkeeper, this is how I see it, all right? And I'm not, I'm not doing it with my goalkeeper rose-tinted glasses on. I'm being genuine here, all right? When, when Lloris comes out of his area, he beats Callum Wilson to the ball, yeah? The second that he beats Callum Wilson to the ball, the second he beats him, right? Whether Callum Wilson gets out of the way, can't get out of the way, can't be helped, whatever it is, right? If Callum Wilson is there and they collide... It's a foul. It's as simple as that. Anywhere else on the pitch, right? Anywhere else on the pitch, if that happens and the, the, the player that's trying to win the ball doesn't get the ball and collides, it's a foul. Because it's a goalkeeper and everybody frigging hates goalkeepers, yeah? <laughs> they kept it. They kept it going. And it, I, honestly, I knew they were going to do it as well. I put a tweet out last, last night. I, I saw. And I went on a little rant. I, I went saw, on a little mini rant, all right? Don't feed the trolls. Honestly, it's brilliant, though. I love it. You should see some of the replies, mate. Oh, my God. If, if there's one thing that can rile up a football fan is getting on Twitter after something like that and putting yeah. your opinion, your your honest opinion. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, it's like I just called their mum the worst name in the world, right? I actually saw the replies. Absolute filth replies, right? No, Chan, you guys disgusting. You actually jumped in there and you copped a load of hate as well, didn't you? Know you know what it is? You know what it is? I know exactly what it is. It's people who want Spurs to lose and Newcastle to win. I even heard it on the radio this morning and they're convincing themselves it's not a foul. It's 100% a foul. It's a foul. Do you not think he's gone down well easy, though? I agree. Because he's thinking, I'm a goalkeeper, I'm going to get away with this. It doesn't matter, though, but he he can't. Boys, I'm going to have to go against you. I'm not sure. He can't avoid Callum Wilson there. He can't. If it's the other way around, it's a red card. 100%. Would you say Haaland's a foul? When he's run through, all the, and the defenders crash into him. Asked, uh, does anyone? Want, I don't watch Man City. Man. Don't watch <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah. I don't bring Matt Harlan into it. I don't even know what you're on about either. Maybe um, somebody scored the goal, the long, the, the, the long kick. Oh, from Edison. Yeah, and the and the, and the defenders ran into him, and that's not a foul. Um, I don't know. I'm not talking about that, right? I'm talking about, I'm talking about Hugo Lloris, right? And this is. It's without doubt a foul, all right? Uh, you know what? I, I, I saw it on... I was on Twitter and, yeah. and I wasn't watching the match and it, and it was on Sky, the little thing, and it was small. I couldn't really see it. I went, well, I'll just say it's a foul to wind people up. But then at half-time, I put it on and I watched it. I was like, this is a... Why are people calling me these names? It's a blatant foul. They're using the C word against me and it's a blatant <laughs> foul. Larice should boot it clear. He controls it. Wilson goes into him. He's got his arm out. It's not... It's accidental, but... It completely takes Larice out of the game. Exactly. He cannot. Larice cannot get a second touch on that ball because he's been barged, obstructed. There it's an go. obstruction. It's, it's, I can't believe it. I just think it's because people want Newcastle to win and they hate Spurs, and that, and, that, and that's what yeah, it is. And, totally and you know, agree. football can be like that: blue tinted glasses, red tinted glasses, black and white tinted glasses, whatever. But it, for me, it was 100 percent a foul. Yeah, um, I'm glad we all agree on that. It was too. also, <laughs> but also, also Newcastle fans. It was 100% uh, handball by Emerson Tom. I'm not having this distance thing. His hands way out. Yeah. He stops it. I'm not. I can't stand this distance thing. It's about your arm and, and what position it is in. And his arms out like that. That should be a handball. Stop. Yes. Stop this bloody distance-related thing. If your arms out in the box, give a bloody isn't handball. It, isn't that the rule if it's yeah. in an unnatural position? Yeah, just clarify position, the rule. But yeah. they're now talking about distance again. I just aren't don't they? get the rules anymore. No, I don't no. get the rules because McTominay, the penalty. Back in the day, that's not a foul. 
But in the rules... Then the very next day, it's not a foul. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's totally true. But uh, yes, just I just consistent. don't get it. We all know it. We all know it. It's just bizarre. Miggy Almiron. What a boy. What a boy. Little, little Joe Linton. Little Fer Oh my god, Joe oh Linton. Oh my god, the guy's unreal. He's like he is the he's like rediscovered everything, hasn't he? Wait, he they they spent 40 million quid on him a couple of years ago and everybody was ridiculing him. He's like he is a born again midfield genius, isn't mate, he? He is so, so good. I went on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. Just said, I just wrote Joe Linton is the bollocks. Yeah. They didn't the, get any stick for that, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't wow. it, it, people were like, like the yes, yeah, even not Newcastle fans as well going, unreal. 40 million for that guy. He is so good. Such a good player. Their recruitment has been so spectacular. Yeah. Like, I know they're going to be the richest club in the world and I think when they get in the top four, you'll see the, you know, I said nearly said Rubino, but you know, Mbappe's everything. But Eddie Howe, I mean, Joel Linton's been developed, not bought. Almiron's been developed, not bought. Bruno Gamares has been bought. Burn. um, Even people like Targay, Pope, the the, the recruitment is Isaac, uh, St. Maximum's got better. And they're doing it without Isaac and St. Yeah. Maximin. That's proper coaching. Like they're, 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 yeah. they're recruitment. I think they brought the guy from Brighton in as a recruitment guy yeah. um, in the summer. I tell you what, you can moan about money, but it's the same with Man City. They're not just throwing money. They're, the structure of what mm. they're doing, dangerous team, Newcastle. Tottenham, talk to me. Conte, is he is he sort of on the edge here? By the way, is he is he under a bit of pressure? Him. Because no, the, the, the Tottenham you... fans are moaning. Tottenham, like all I hear, I, I like I say, I was, as a kid, I was a Tottenham fan, so I know a lot of Tottenham fans anyway. They don't. You're a really... Tapman fan on Saturday morning until they lost. Mate, I'll, I'll change anywhere. Whatever the shirt looks nicest, that's fine, <laughs> isn't it? Um, but yeah, a lot of them are not happy with Antonio Conte. One little bit, mate. I Why not, though? Luke, editor, we've got a new editor, by the way, right. Luke. What do you go think on, of Luke. Conte, quickly? Yes or no? No. No? Oh, there you go. They are very boring, you know. They are very boring. I've, you know, I speak to a few Spurs fans on the show and they're like, it's all right while we're winning, but I am finding it boring. And now that I think. Have they been found out a bit? Like the, the teams are finding it very yeah. easy to play against them. We did. Newcastle did. I find his sub, I find his summer signings confusing as well. Who did he sign in the summer? Basuma's a very good Basuma. player. <laughs> yeah, Bentancur. Ted Spence yeah. doesn't use him. No, he doesn't. I mean, Emerson Royale was terrible as well. That that's the one I'd sack him for. Kulusevski's a good signing. I'll give you Kulusevski, but yeah, Emerson Royale. Wow. I, I don't think people, Spurs fans should be getting on Conte's back. They're not playing very well, but I think. Still third in the league. Do you know what I mean? Just calm it down yeah, a little. Calm down, pipe, 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 pipe down. Can we just go back to Newcastle, though? Yeah. Dan Byrne, should he be playing for England? Without doubt, got to be in with the, with the thing. Now, him how, and Tarkowski, for sure, have to what, be in why is he? Why has he not had a chance? He won't, he won't get a shout out because he's not one of these... No. He doesn't play for a proper proper big boy. He's not a glamorous name. He's not one of these who get it out from the back and play it, which he actually is, to be perfectly honest. It, when he came to Chelsea, I was like, this geezer is unreal. Rolls-Royce. He might be... 12 foot tall but with <laughs> yeah, 12 plays at left back sometimes <laughs> yeah. I know but for a big man he's got good feet you know what I mean utility defender mate you should it's definitely worth a chance right lads do you know what time it is right now supersonic quiz time so, I'll take that it's, it's, it's I've been working than, on that it's not just have a blank face or you'd normally just let's say, get quizzical let's get quizzical yeah. alright boom love this it is time for the world famous 60 second quiz <laughs> Right then, boys. So um, we're not going to do it individually today, yeah? Okay. I, you both. I, I sense you both get a bit nervous when it comes to the quiz, right? And you both like it, it affects you a little bit. So you're going to work as a team today, okay? <laughs> Could go down in flames. This bonfire night's coming, but you know, we'll <laughs> don't see. You come on, believe, Mark, believe. It should work well. Yeah. Or oh, Halloween coming up could be an absolute horror show. Whee! Come on.
Jiminy, give me a three-second countdown. Get that 60 seconds on the go and we'll see what you get, lads. Ready? Yeah. Good luck. Who has had the most consecutive appearances in the Premier League ever? Ryan Giggs. Brad Friedel. Who were the only home team not to score this weekend? Uh, Wolves. Yes. With 260 goals, who is the Premier League all-time goal scorer? 260, Alan Shearer. Yes. Who currently sit bottom of the Premier League on goal difference? Forrest. Yes. Who is the only player to win the Champions League at three different clubs? One matter. Current Sador. Who was the only goalkeeper to get an assist this weekend? Um... Edison Three players Share the record For the most red cards In Premier League history Can you name one of them Vinny Jones Nope You lot are brutal Villa went 3 Villa went 3-0 up this weekend After how many minutes 14 14 I'll take it Which country hosted Euro 96 Oh England England. Obviously Name one of the three players Who shared the golden boot In the 2018-19 Premier League season 28 One of the three players No Oh 18, my God! 1819, Aubameyang, Salah, and Mane, 22. <laughs> you are so bad. I'm looking at that going, oh, I'm, yeah, I definitely should have known that. I'd still go Hurricane. <laughs> How many? Six. Six. I can't even believe you got six. Okay. I genuinely Mark think I would have got about nine or ten out of that one. Oh, you wouldn't. Oh, yeah, wow, wow. <laughs> Do you know what? Like, Billy you know what? He, he kept like we jumping got... over you and answering in front and yeah, he would get him wrong. wrong. He got him right. Oh, no. Yeah. no. No, 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 no. We only I got four got wrong. Yeah. Brad Friedel one. Come on, lads. You know this oh, one. Oh, yeah, Brad Friedel. appearances. <laughs> I love the Harry Kane one. Oh, I can't believe you didn't get that. Aubameyang, Marley and Salah. No, I just went for one of the best goal scorers in the Premier League. <laughs> I just love your impression of Ben Foster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here, you're not here every week. These quizzes are, are destroying me. Last week he was like, no, no, you're not having that. You're not having that. You can't be like that. Oh, I don't get I don't get where the pressure and stress comes from. Bloody yeah. You? Brutal showing. Competition man. Oh, brutal showing. Um, right, come on, let's move on to the third game. Um I want to talk about Liverpool and what is going on there because they've lost again this weekend to rock bottom Nottingham Forest, 1-0. Did you watch the game, by Mm -hmm. the way? Did you do a watch-along for this? I did, yeah. Um, Alisson was man of the match. uh, It it, it was incredible. It was incredible, wasn't it? I'm watching this. 75% possession, Liverpool. I I know, I know, like, the Forest, um, I know know they're at home, they're good, and the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. But, oh, my God, they literally just parked the bus, got their one goal, and then, well... It was it was painful to watch, wasn't it? Van Dijk missed a couple absolute stinkers as well, didn't he? It was a good save from Henderson and, and right yeah. at the end, close to his. What, what, what is it? You know, goalkeeping question. Headers sort of straight at him. He sort of does that little flip oh, down. It's and a hard save. Is to it make, good? Yeah, it's a really hard save to make. They're they're the ones there, round by your feet, mm. that you either open your foot up and save it, which you can't do, I don't think, because he's moving. Um, and to get down and to flick it out like that. Oh, it's a world class save, mate. It is. It's a really world class save. St- Still don't mean you can get up though and punch the air and give it the big one, yeah. but it's a world class save. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a good save, and it's good that you confirmed that. And but but over the game, Allison made three or four big yeah. saves, um, and Liverpool just you know. Salah's miles off it again, yeah, isn't he? Just got, he's missing Mane. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Big time, massively. Yeah, Liverpool. They've got a lot of injuries. What they eighth now? Eighth in the league. Fulham are above them. I think, to be fair, like you say, though, Thiago goes out. That midfield didn't get reinvested in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jota's out. Diaz is out. Nunez was out. So, yeah, they, they look like a team with all the gear and no idea. But, yeah, Liverpool, eighth position. Forrest, 
sort of off the bottom. Well, then goal difference, they're still bottom. You don't think I still think Liverpool will get top. Do you? Yeah. Do you want to bet on this? Yeah. Yeah. What should we do? Charity bet. 20 quid? All right, yeah. Easy easy work. Thank you very much. I, I think they're falling way short at the moment. I do I too. They might, might blow it if they don't start picking up points. Um, how many points are they off the top four now? Yeah. I'll tell you how many points are off the top four now. I'm not sure. I know they're about 12 off top. It can only be about four points off. Five points. Yeah. Oh, Five points off top four. Take, it's like people yeah. relegating Forest. One win and they're right back. They're right back out yeah. of it. Um, I'll take that 20 quid though because I don't think they're going to get top four whatsoever. Okay, um, Man City then. Steamrolling, aren't they? Can I just say about Man City, and I know everyone's going to agree with me about this. Did anybody watch it? Did anybody think about it? It was Did a three o'clock kickoff, from, Apart, No, it's Man City. Fancy Premier League is the only thing people are interested in with Man City. They are as... They are, I know a lot of Man City fans and they're, they're absolutely good people but nobody <laughs> gives a toss about Man City they, what do they do? How do they, how, win win how, football matches how, yeah, but, yeah but how do you become a Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United or Liverpool? Like they, they just don't grab the headlines every week and they are fantastic but there's just something very Do you think it's because they are so good they know. are too good that it's just it's boring just, or well, the best People just know the they're going to win yeah. Best manager in the world best striker in the world fantastic football I've got to be honest, I was sat there last night thinking about all the weekend action and then I went, oh yeah, Man City won. Like, I'm like, they're just something very... They do go under the radar a little bit. They do go under the radar. Which sounds incredible because, like I say, Haaland is just scoring two goals every single game without Warner fail. Again. But not many people are talking about it. Like The big talking points from this weekend has been Chelsea game, Man United, um, Arsenal bottling it a little bit, um, the Tottenham-Newcastle game. They, they, it's kind of like expected that they're going to win. Well, that's the, they've set their own standard, haven't they? They've set their own standard that we win every week and Haaland's going to score 14 Haaland goals. Haaland scored 17 goals so Already. far this season. I mean, the no. guy... I mean, I've, I've said it before on here, the keys is not... He's not... He's, he's ill. He's not right. D- did you have him as captain of Fantasy Premier League this week? Yeah. Well done. Proud of you. But I just think they're so good. I think you just look at their fixture, unless it's, you know, a Chelsea away, a Liverpool away, or Maynard away, you might go, oh, it could be interesting. If they're at home... I you know they're going to win 4-5 now. They win. Subconsciously, I think fans have checked out with them. I think they just like... You know, everything else is more interesting. Man City, are, and I think Man City are going to win the league, aren't yeah, they? Of yeah, course, without doubt. Um, let's talk about Aston Villa, okay? Um, I don't get I, <laughs> And uh, Tude, you've got a bit of a gripe with this, haven't you? Give what, it to me. Why do football teams, whatever league they're in, when their manager gets sacked, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we haven't scored a goal in four months," and we, you know, everyone's arguing. They go and win the game. The manager gets sacked, and they go and win. Why? They were 3-0 up after 14 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) How? Why? What do you think? You play pro football. What do you think Stevie G is doing at home, right? He's probably going, you bunch of twats. He's watching Soccer Saturday, yeah? (laughs) Goal, Villa! Danny Ings again! (laughs) Danny Ings has scored again! (laughs) Stevie G's like that. You bastard. Yeah, why Why is that? You've been there with Watford. What what happens with the players? Go go on, give me your point of view on this because you've you've got something to say on this as well. I, I, I think it's ego. I think it's ego. I think footballers are very egotistical. We saw it at Man United. Mourinho is one of the greatest managers there's ever been. Solskjaer's not a coach. And for three months, they go and win as soon as he gets the sack. Because they just want to show the world it was his fault. It wasn't our fault. And suddenly the effort levels go up. Yeah, that's basically, it's basically that. It literally is. So when, when a manager's under pressure, it's dead easy for players to sort of hide on the pitch and then blame the manager because he, he's getting all the flack anyway. So it's dead easy to sort of, sort, of down, sort of down tools a bit and go, 
Well, it's him really. He's but do you the think they wanted Stevie G to leave? I, I, I wouldn't say they wanted him to leave, but so I'd why, say what? once once the pressure gets put on Stevie G, yeah, and they're not playing well, and, they're putting yeah, him. and confidence is low, it's very easy to go. Well, it's not my fault. I'm not performing. It's it's his fault. I can't play under him, and that's just the way it goes, mate. It is rubbish. He transformed the team as well, to be fair, because yeah. Ray Ramsey was on the bench, McGinn was on the bench, and he went with the front three. So he did. Mix yeah, it up he changed a it up. Bit. It changed with some wingers, um, and I think that's been Villa's uh, gripe all season. Really, is that Villa have been a bit too. The Villa fans have been what, what I know have been saying they're a bit too predictable. Everybody knows exactly what they're coming up against, and then at the weekend they play Wendia and. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, Bailey, Bailey. Uh, on the wings, and they're getting balls into the box, and they're taking players on, and all that kind of stuff. I want to do. I want to give a big shout out though to Danny Ings as well. Um, I don't know if you saw this. We'll put a little. We'll put a little picture on screen now. He's top guy, uh, top bloke, by the way. This is incredible. So he's walking out with a mascot. This this kid called Reagan, uh, Riley Reagan. His name is right. And R- Riley Reagan. If anybody's got kids, will know what I'm talking about here. They, they they wear a lot of kids like to wear like ear muffs kind of thing to bl- yeah, yeah. sort of blank out the noise a little bit, um, and to sort of make him feel a little bit at ease with his earmuffs on. Danny Ings has gone and put a pair on himself and he's walking out of him proud as punch. Really, really good. Danny Ings, mate, well done. I think actually he could be a nomination for Champ of the Week for that. I love stuff like that. I think I'll do the Champ of the Week now. Like and we've got some belting, belting nominations for Champ and Champ of the Week, yeah? So give me the jingle. So first of all, I'm going to start it off with, with Danny Ings and rightly so as well. Brilliant, mate. Um, Second nomination is Jamie Vardy. This is outrageous, right? So he's sitting on the bench, yeah. <laughs> Leicester, Leicester are doing... I think they were 2 up at the time. Um, he nails a can of Red Bull. I mean, nails it as well, right? Comes on the pitch, gets a goal, scores and gets an assist as well. And then when he's walking off of the pitch, yeah, they're playing against Wolves, they've just pumped him, and he's howling. <laughs> he's quite literally doing oh. a wolf impression. Oh! To the Wolves fans, um, but fair play, Jamie Vardy. And the first player over 30 to score 100 goals in his 30s. Which is pretty cool, isn't it? He scored 100 goals in his 30s in the Premier League. That is seriously impressive, isn't it? Well, he's had a brilliant, brilliant career from where he came from to Mm, what he's done. Damn right. They're going to make a film about him, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah. there should be as well. There should be. Um, And third and final nomination, Miggy Almiron. And I feel he's not going to get too many nominations for this, but... Fantastic. What a start to the season. Jack Grealish giving him pouters, early doors. But who are we going to go for? Who are we voting for as champion of the week here, lads? For me, Danny Ings. Yeah, I agree. Just because yeah? I, I love stuff like that with, yeah. you know, just being nice to the Nice side kids. of football. Yeah, I think footballers I like get a bad... Yeah. Uh, some footballers get a bad reputation, don't they, for things. So it's good when footballers do good things. So. Danny Ings, well done, mate. And yeah. then we're going to move swiftly on to chump of the week, mm. all right? Um, we've got two, two nominations for this. Um, first one. It's the first time he's been nominated as well for this. Virgil van Dijk. Not for his defending, for the two headers that he has to score. The one save, by the way, the one save by Henderson is a world-class save, but it shouldn't even be a save. You should not have a chance of saving a header from that far out. That free of a header, and he had one in the first half as well. Where, which, is that, that one where he came to, across the goal? Yeah, yeah, put yeah, it back to the goal. Goal. It's like so close. To, I don't yeah. know if I can understand that one. Yeah. What is he doing? Like, ridiculous. So that's why he's getting the nomination. And second nomination, I'm giving it to Wolves. As a team. <laughs> Literally as a team, yeah? <laughs> Oh, second bottom of the league. They've scored five goals all season and they are without a manager and in genuine, genuine trouble of getting relegated this season. For, for me, Wolves, Wolves went like that is when Bruno Large was in charge and for some bizarre reason decided to get rid of Connor Cody. Yeah. I think that was the most ridiculous 
ridiculous decision. Yeah, it's massive. Like, you speak to any of the England boys about Conor Cody, and he said he might not start the games, but he needs to be in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be in the dressing room. His presence is incredible. And at Wolves, like I've been there so many times, he'd walk around and he'd be sorting everything out. He'd be going to check on the youth team. He'd be going like seeing like speaking to everyone. Yeah. When I heard they were letting him go, wow! I was like, "You idiot!" Well, it's benefited Everton, haven't it? Big oh, massively! Well. Imagine Frank Lampard just going, uh, "Yeah, mm. over you come." Damn Look right. what's happened to them since he's gone there. Yeah. Um, how many that's goals? The most, have, how many goals have Everton conceded this season? By the way, by the way, fantastic win for Everton. Not many because we, we played them a couple of weeks ago and they had a good defence then. Yeah, I think they had the best oh, defence in the league. Twelve. They've conceded twelve. Second, second only to Chelsea, Man City, and Arsenal. I mean, I mean, doesn't that just say it all? Yeah. He's a leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. a very, 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 very good footballer. So who we nominate? Who, well, we, who, we, who are we doing this? Are we putting Wolves in there? Yeah. Well, I am because... Who's I'm... the other one? Um, Van Dijk. Mm. You yeah. want to do Van Dijk just because it's Liverpool. No, I, I like Van Dijk, but I think that, you know, in the absence of injuries and stuff, I just some of his decision-making this season, like Milner had a pop at him. Yeah, I don't know did, what yeah. Van Dijk, I don't know he's waiting for the World Cup, but his head's not screwed he's on. He's not at, at it yet, is he? No. He's not at it at all. No, it's a close one. You can decide. I'll, I'll go Wolves just because Wolves hate me, I'd, so they know I'd probably say that. Anyway. I, I love Wolves as a football club, and I love working with them, but like, it has to be Wolves for me, just for Bruno Large getting rid of Conor Cody you a few seen, months ago. It's ridiculous. No, no. So you should have seen the stats yesterday. Four shots for Leicester all go in, and I think Wolves had about ninety-two or something. Yeah, <laughs> they had loads. They had like twenty shots or something it's, it's at been goal going on for ages. Um, didn't score any of them. Leicester took all four of theirs. Um, five goals all season. My gosh. Uh, do you know what I, my genuine uh, problem is with Wolves? I think they've got too many players who are too similar and mm. too small. Genuinely, they've got a very small team in terms of height. I mean, if you look at them, like Pedence up front, he's like he's a, four foot five. He's, he's great, tiny. He's a great player. He's absolutely tiny. But you need a bit more bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need a bit more strength, a bit height, a bit of all that kind of stuff. I think they've they've got too many similar players. I don't know, understand why they don't use that Adama as well. Oh my gosh! Mate, he, someone someone could turn that bloke into one of the world's best. I'm, I truly believe. Yeah, he's it. got it in him I somewhere. I truly believe he's it. He's very yeah. one dimensional, isn't he? Yeah. But he? Just use it. Yeah, honestly, if someone like if a Klopp or a Pep Guardiola got hold of him. Yeah, I agree. I They'd find some way could, of working it, wouldn't they? Mate, he's, he's, I mean, he wears grease, doesn't he, for mm. instance? Because like, he's that quick, people... Yeah. Slide off him. Right, anyway, Wolves, you are so the chumps of the week in your second bottom. Um, right, I want to talk about Fulham. We're nearly done, lads. We're absolutely belting episode. I want to talk about Fulham because they are kicking the shit out of their return <laughs> to the Premier League. Everybody, and I mean everybody... Were, were guaranteed putting these at bottom, weren't they? Yeah. they? They're finishing bottom, no, no doubt. Mitrovic is going to—he's a flop. He can't do it in the Premier League. They're seventh, yeah. Mitrovic has just scored his ninth goal of the season. I love Mitrovic. It's incredible, I isn't love it? Mitrovic. What a season so far, mate! Credit to the gaffer as well. Like, and they're all playing brilliantly. Yeah, and I'm so pleased for Mitrovic because everyone was like, like you just said. Oh, he's no, he can't do it. Last time he was in the Premier League, he you, was injured. You've done an interview with him, haven't you? Top guy, really, like, so nice. Look, looks. Hard. Sick of like you, when he walks over, you're yeah. like, oh my God, what better ask the right questions here. He's like, hello, <laughs> but <laughs> mate, what a bloke and a, a fantastic footballer. And what he did say is, he said, uh, Silver is making me play differently now. Yeah, he goes, I'm not just that guy, stick it up to him, stick it up to him. He's like, I'm dropping off now, and it's benefiting the team. A bit and more you see him, he's always, he always dropping in, he's playing those like the Harry Kane, like Harry Kane, yeah, yeah, sort of like the quarterback, like pinging balls. And he's played brilliant. He's a fantastic footballer. Yeah, I love and that. Good um, on him. Leeds, 
Struggling, aren't they? Jesse yeah. Marsh. They were booing, weren't they? So, so we're recording this on Monday morning. The weekend games have just finished. Yeah. Jesse Marsh, it would not surprise that even by the end of today, that if he had been sacked, that wouldn't surprise, would it? I think he, I think he'll survive this week by the sounds of it. But he's, I mean, we were talking about this yesterday. Like, who's the next manager to go now that Gerard's gone? And I think he's got to be the number one yeah. on the chopping block. And they're going to Anfield next Saturday night. So, oh. yeah, I think, uh, I think Jesse Marsh could well be the next one to go. I think so. I mean, but who's going to who takes over that job? I don't know. I think it's, it's always a tough one for him. When you've had someone like Bielsa for so many years and he's such a cult following there, mm. anybody following him is going to be on a, to, to a tough task. But Would Deitch not be? I think Deitch has got a good shout of getting a Villa. few jobs, to be Villa. perfectly honest. No, the Villa... I don't want him at Villa. Do you, would you not want him at Villa now? They don't want him at Villa, no. Really? I think no. Villa, Villa, for, Villa, for their credit, I think they want to play a certain brand of football and... I don't think Deitch can play the sort of football there. But then again, maybe Leeds. They play, play, play good football. Sean Deitch for Leeds, maybe? Mm. Depends did, whether they want that. Did Sean Deitch, did you think it was a, all a bit of a myth, though, that he played long ball and... 4-4-2, two, two big men up front. I don't know, I thought, they, I thought when Patrick he was there... Patrick Bamford. I thought he played some nice football at Burnley. Um, you know, you might be right. Yeah, I, I think... A bit of claret. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, I mean, when the Leeds fans are chanting... Yeah, we're getting sacked in the morning. Not nice, like, is it? That's what right, like, Villa were doing to Gerard, and he went. They'll so probably go and win their next match, and if they do sack him, um, <laughs> lads, brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, I just need to say a quick apology that we didn't do an episode last week. Um, I was in Philadelphia. Actually, I had a belt in time, so <laughs> I've got no regrets. Honestly, I'll do it all again if I could do. Um, but in the meantime, thank you for watching, guys. Cheers, Mark. You've been legendary. We will see you all next week on the Football Village. 